Genre. I carried your quiz and I got Sugalite. I think it is kind of funny that you got Sugalite. Like, oh, really? Like, a little bit. Right. So a little bit of amethyst, a little so bit of garnet. Garnet, 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 amethyst. Garnet? Well, technically, uh, ruby, sapphire, yeah. and amethyst, which is like, okay. <laughs> Victoria's three people at once. I'm not surprised. I guess I'm two. I got garnet. Right? <laughs> which does not, like, that didn't surprise me. I wasn't even trying to get garnet. I just was like. Because the questions aren't, like, super specific in that way. Right? No, you can't, like. Like, like, what's your favorite food? Like, pizza, I guess? Like, so, I don't know. Food? <laughs> I like food. Food is food is food. Uh, so most frustrating thing. I'm like, Ricky, what do you want for dinner? Food. It's like, food. God damn it. Like, well, that doesn't help. That doesn't help me at all. Yeah, how dare you? what I'm supposed to do. You're supposed, okay. to be, you're supposed to be helping me. Ricky you dr- dragged out Great Saiyan Man's not Great Saiyan Man. It's sitting here from Dragon Ball Z. It's great. You were telling me and showing me little videos man. yeah and then i went through since i was going through all these boxes found a card that ricky had that is signed by the guy who does the voice that's cool, cool. that's cool uh yeah no I, I tore apart all these boxes so i could try to reorganize them and throw stuff away and whatnot and then pack them all like consolidate 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 basically and try to like store them away in which they're not like in the way you know? gotcha Basically doing more stuff as I, like, still live here, you know, even though I've lived here already for s- over six months, still, like, settling in, yeah. still doing stuff. Well, that's just stuff. how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Settling in forever. Eternally. Right. How do you feel right now? Mm. We're at the end of another season. Yep. Just kind of wild. Right? I feel like this one took longer, but maybe it was because it was a longer movie. Yeah, we have an additional 20 minutes this season, as yeah. opposed to last... Oh. Which isn't a whole lot, No, but, it's but also when you, but when you month. Yeah, when you think about it, it's a whole another month <coughs> type yeah. of thing. Like I mean, and it's said. a long... This is the longest movie. Yeah. So... so it should be smooth sailing from now, right? <gasps> no. I think the next <laughs> one's 90 minutes, so... No, I think the next one's like 100 minutes. Maybe? I'll have to double check on that. I think it's like just shy of two hours with the trailers. Interesting. Or with the credits, I mean. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. I'll have to double check. I haven't even started looking at the schedule for season three yet. But. It's kind of crazy and kind of cool to be here. Right. We We solemnly swear we're up to no good. back everybody to harry potter in the chamber of minutes the i don't even know if i want to do the whole like spiel i'm gary roby i'm Victoria cope and this is the end of the season you guys this is welcome the end to the credits extravaganza extravaganza 2.0 2.0 yeah <laughs> so the second movie so it was the sequel the Part two. Two credits, two extravaganza. There you, <laughs> there you go. I like that. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, we're just going to do every single credits like <sighs> Fast and Furious. Maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, I didn't mean to name this episode right at the top, but there we go. Like, I think that's it. I think it's done. Uh, I've doomed us for the rest of the show. <laughs> are, you, are you happy now? Oh, the duration of every for for every credits now from now on. Live credits? No, wait, that's live free die. That's a different series. Uh, <laughs> give me other fantastic, uh, not fantastic. What am I saying? Give me other Fast and Furious titles. So what is Fast and Furious? And then there's like Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh huh. And then there's. The third one's like Tokyo Drift. It's the one yeah. that has like the weird name. Okay, so, so it's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Firebolt Drift. 
Fireball like, drift? You have to. Fireball drift. Yes, because yeah. look at the last shot of that movie. Oh, you're so right. So people, you're gonna, next year, don't be surprised. This is like we're already saying <laughs> now. I'm gonna saying? make a note somewhere before I, so I don't forget this. Firebolt drift. Uh, I love it. Future Gary, <laughs> so make note of this when you're editing. I like that a lot. Oh, jeez. Okay, there we go. You're it's done. done. It's done. done. All right, that's it. That's our show. Mischief managed. <laughs> Mischief managed. That's what we were here for. So, right. Um, we are, of Drop course... Drop a name on you. Wrapping up the show with Minute 165. We're doing this whole big lump because Minute 165 starts with Hogwarts and ends with Hogwarts. It's just music playing and the fading out of cheers and the beginning of the credit sequence. So we're just going to, like... I would rather end on a Friday. I don't plan on recording at all during San Diego Comic-Con week 2018. Like, that's just not happening. So, (laughs) right. this is it. This is the season, you guys. Um, I mean, I said this in the pre-show, but, like, how do you feel at the end of a second season? A third season, a third minute show. Completed. Yep. Oh wow! When you, on the, uh, yeah, because I forget about Ferris. So it was like technically it's so three all together. It was only because that was only a hundred minutes total. Uh, it's easy to forget about. Not forget about. Like we spent all of last summer doing that, but it's such a different experience as opposed to this one. This one comes with baggage. <laughs> um. I didn't plan a whole lot for credits specifically. Like, we talked a lot about the credits and the credits extravaganza last year. We talked about the cast and crew. I rattled off a bunch of other movies that they have worked on that I liked. But I feel like it's redundant to do that again. Right. Considering, like, literally, like, the no same people. Yeah, the same people. It's all the same cast and crew. Have shown I up. mean, we could probably talk about the differences in, like, some of the minor cast and crew. But we didn't really get into the, the those conversations back then anyway. No. Um... It will be interesting going forward because I think a lot of the people that start out as, like, assistant whatever to whoever, like, end up stepping up and, like, taking some of those, like, bigger positions as the series goes on because they're getting experience working on each successive film. And so some of those people become, like, more of your main um, credits people. uh, Not credits people. Some of your main... I think Judiana Bukowski just stays the costume designer for everything. She worked on Infinity War. Like, good for her, right? Like, that's she's right. she's gone a long way since Harry Potter. Yeah, no kidding. Secrets. Yeah. Um. Some of those people step up, so we'll keep an eye out for them when Fantastic Beasts comes around. Because, well, as each of the movies come around, but I don't know. I'm just gonna do the same thing we did last year and let the credits play. If there's anyone in particular that we really, really want to talk about, but the reason that I'm actually letting the credits play is that there is a scene during the credits that I would like us to talk about that I don't think you remember um i brought it up earlier this week and there was like a like a post credit scene i don't think it's actually at the end of the credits but it might be and you were like really like i don't and i I was like i'll just we'll talk about it when it happens so um when that happens it'll get there however i did request questions from our listeners on the listeners army and on twitter uh, so we have some questions to do. Want to do like a and a thing and sort of wrap it up that way with oh. stuff that people want to talk about um, now that we've gotten to the end. So I'm going to take our one question from, I mean, are you ready? Are you ready for these questions? How do you, how do you feel? How do I feel? I don't, I don't know. I'm curious and, and scared at the same time. I think they'll be fun. <laughs> I think some of them would be fun. Some of them are interesting. I really want to do this because like, this is sort of, we don't really do Q&A things on um, the weekend edition, the, the, the weekend edition seems to be very structured in that we do, well, when we do Quibbler episodes, um, our trivia segment and a chapter of the book and um, that whole thing and kind of generating conversation that way. But I think it'll be interesting, like using these questions as jumping off points for like our tangents and stuff and just kind of like freeforming this episode. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. So I only got one question on Twitter. It was from Alex Montgomery. A former guest of the show. Thank you, Alex, for being on the show. Oh, my God. Uh, Alex was on Spider-Man Minute. You should go check out those episodes. Cause oh, what, cool. for what minutes was he on? Um, Very recently, I believe... Let me check really fast. I think it's, like, after he um, gives up his being Spider-Man. And he throws the suit away. 
I think, like, in those intervening minutes. But I could be wrong. I haven't had a chance to listen to them because I'm behind on Spider-Man Minute. I'm sorry, Scott. Uh, I can't even seem to find where. I have too many shows in my feed. You know that I have 160 shows in my podcatcher right now? So when I'm looking for a specific one, it's impossible to do. Alex was on for minute 69, which is when the garbage man comes to the Daily Bugle and sells the Spider-Man suit he found in the trash. Uh, minute 70, when Jameson buys the suit and publishes the story. And then minute 71... Uh, no, sorry, it was just those two minutes. It looked like it was just those two minutes. 69 and 70. So when 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 James, J. Jonah Jameson buys Spider-Man's suit after Spidey has walked... After Peter has walked away from being Spider-Man. Thanks. Yeah. I have them downloaded. I just haven't gotten to them yet. You just haven't listened... Oh, okay. I've been binge listening to Friends at the Table because their season Twilight Mirage is wrapping up and so I'm just I'm just like binge listening to that that arc um, trying to get caught up for whenever they start whatever the next thing they start is going to be which I'm very excited about but that show's so good so Alex asked a question okay uh, let me pull up my Twitter again because assuming the other Hogwarts founders didn't hide a secret hangout spot slash petting zoo in the castle like Slytherin did what do you think each spot would be like and where in the school would it be? So where is like Helga Hufflepuff's hidden chamber? Okay. What would it be? Oh. Where would it be or what Both. would it Okay. What would it be and where? What do you mean what would it be? Like what would it be like? Like like Slytherin's chamber is like has the statue of his face and the monster that's gonna that is gonna kill all the purebloods is hidden in it and it's a snake that comes out of his mouth, like well, giant statue. Definitely of access to to whatever hidden Helga Hufflepuff chamber there is is through the kitchens. Oh, right, yeah, absolutely, of course. Right? Like somehow, some way, I don't know. It's behind. Or they're connected to the kitchen. Something, yeah, or yeah, something yeah, like that. Exactly. And then I don't know. I would think it'd be like Oasis is kind of like a wrong word because I I don't think that it I would be like th- um. Not Oasis, but, like... I want something that's very, like... Like, almost outdoorsy. Hmm. Like, outdoors without... Like, indoors without being... Outdoors without being... With being indoors type of deal. Like, I've seen other things, like a... <laughs> like, you're gonna walk in there and it's gonna be... Um... The Genesis Project from Star Trek. <laughs> it's, it, like, she did it in, like, a day, and it's going to be, like, this beautiful landscape all of a sudden in, inside. Uh, but I, no, I think that's a little too elaborate. I think but Ferenz, like well, that. this is magic. You can do that's whatever. true. That's true. I'm pretty right. sure the, the room that Ferenz teaches his uh, divination classes is like that. Yeah. Where you go through a door into a room, but then you can see the night sky. Yeah. Um... Which I think is really, I think that's cool. Uh, I definitely think that, like, uh, Oasis is an interesting word. It's, it's, I feel like it would be, like, if it was that sort of thing, I feel like it'd be, like, really cozy. I imagine it'd be, like, like a cool summer night. Okay. Uh, I imagine, like, maybe this is just, like, I'm just thinking of, like, the, like, ideal comfort. Just, like, oh, we're just gonna, like, sit and relax and kind of be still for a little while. And it definitely conjures for me, like I grew up in the South, so it definitely conjures for me the like, the like, it's the middle of summer, but like the sun has gone down. And so it's gotten really cool out. Um, Not like cold, like it's still like low seventies, but there's like just a light breeze. The, The sun has just gone down. So you still get that like pink and purple sunset in the sky. And then like, like fireflies, Be, and because because like the soft whole, grass, the whole, you walk uh, barefoot on it. The kitchen aspect, I feel like it'd be a perfect picnic spot. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Take some food, go in there, have a picnic. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down, just be really cool. Um, maybe it's like attached to maybe it's like at the side of the lake somehow, so you can hear the like the water crashing up against the shore. Because I imagine the lake's really big. I they have probably tides. Most likely. Yeah. Um, that sounds really, that sounds really like peaceful to me. Very mm-hmm. serene. Mm-hmm. Which I like. Um, would Ravenclaw just be another library? 
A secret library. It's Ravenclaw's secret. personal library. Yeah. Like, just straight up. Like, that's her space. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Very Beauty and the Beast. Like, I want, like... Really, really tall. Like, yeah. those ladders you have to climb to get to everything. Like, rare, hard-to-find, banned books. Like, she's got it. It's yeah. in there. Um, books people forgot about type of stuff. I imagine it smells like... Oh, old parchment. Like dusty, like paper, and like mahogany. Like just really good sturdy wooden shelves that you can like still smell the, you can still smell the like wood. Um, <clears throat> tea. I don't know specifically what, like maybe there's like, just it's brewing or there's just like the scent of that, like a warm cup of tea kind of thing. Something where, like again, like cozy Mm-hmm. But in um, a different, but in a different, but sense. in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more like there's a soft patter of rain outside, and you're gonna curl up with a book in your chair with your warm cup of tea under a blanket. I like that a lot. Um, what about Gryffindor? <clears throat> I imagine Gryffindor. I mean, we've talked about his sword being a ceremonial sword, and he probably didn't actually fight with the sword, but I imagine him as a fighter. Maybe not a knight, necessarily, but just as someone who, like, gets into scraps. Um, I imagine that it wouldn't necessarily be, like, a training ground, but I think that it would have things in it that would be good for that. Like, the kinds of, like... Like, the wooden mannequin that they, they cast... Um, that they're casting, like, Expelliarmus at in the Order of the Phoenix when they're training in the Room of Requirement. Like, I imagine you'd have, like, some of that kind of, like, those kind of sturdy things that you would use. Um, I imagine it would be... I don't want to say... I think... I also want to say earthy, but I think in a more, like, rustic way. Like, um... I don't want to say log cabin. I don't think that that fits for, like, the British a thousand years ago but no no but I feel like definitely like hmm, I don't think it would be cold right I want it to be like a warm room it's made of stone you probably have like rugs on the floor like a big fireplace I feel like the three of them it would be a place where they can go to just like relax Places they can go to, like, retreat away from, like, the stress of running a school. Whereas Slytherin's was like, this is where my monster sleeps and it's got a big statue of me. Yeah. Because I don't feel like any of the mm-hmm. rest of the, the the founders don't seem to be, like, egomaniacal in the same way. I wouldn't even call Slytherin egomaniacal. I was insane. I'm like, do you think he was egomaniacal? Ego maniacal. Well, he has a giant or, statue of himself. Or he made a space for himself because he was feeling ostracized. Because that's a good point. Because he has like, again, we did talk about like his fear of the Muggle world, and he wanted a sacred space that could be like for the pure blood families, so that they could maintain their like lineage and be right. Protected. So it's like I don't feel like it's an ego maniacal thing. I feel like more it's a like, well, I'm gonna go make my own space because I feel like do you feel like I'm it was a space right that now. other people were supposed to like ever be invited into who knows maybe that was a plan it doesn't feel very like inviting no i mean it's hidden but like this isn't the kind of space where like if he had made his own like little subsect of the school where he was like secretly training other wizards like the pure blood wizards like this doesn't seem like a space for that or conducive to that so it also seems like private quarters but with the hallway being the way it is, it almost seems, like, ceremonial. Yeah, there's something, like... Like, something's supposed to happen there or something. I don't know. This is where his monster is. It's where his monster is. Yeah. It's where interesting. his giant snake is. Okay. <laughs> well, it is a giant snake. Well, is it considered a snake? Yeah, I don't know. They describe it as a snake, but a basilisk in mythology is a very different thing. Yeah, that's true. That would I would have been more interested to see the like mythology. Yeah, medieval, yeah, that would have been like a mytholo- mythological interpretation of. Yeah, I mean they have phoenix. They have a phoenix. Yeah, so like why not? 
Well, and they, we 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 talked about Fluffy being a Cerberus. And yeah, so I was like, again, why not? There's a like a Sphinx in the in the maze at the Goblet of Fire. So, so again, like, it's, yeah, it's give weird me like an actual basilisk. Like yeah, like a twenty foot long, like just a big snake. It was just a giant anaconda, but much thicker. Yeah. snake with very very sharp teeth. I think that I think that that would be my I think that they would be like nice secluded resting spaces and I think so, that they would both like very just I'm just thinking very aesthetic like giant versions of everything it's gonna be a giant badger and a giant eagle like like Lord of the Rings style and, just, and a giant what lion lion just yeah. a giant one just like a 20 foot snake all right fine we're gonna have a, I'm gonna have a giant badger it's in a my 30 room. foot lion it's a 30 foot lion it's a 30 foot badger whoa that's a big badger it's a big badger Badgers are kind of scary when they get mean. Yeah. They don't like being bothered. <laughs> they worship the giant badger. They feed him. They give him... They, they bring him, him snacks. They bring him offerings. Yeah. They're just snacks. <laughs> you have to go give him snacks. Do you want some of my cheese puffs? They don't have cheese puffs at Hogwarts. Dude, some muggle kid would bring in cheese... Che- some kind of cheese puffs. They wouldn't last that long, though. You'd have to eat them within the first, like, week. Or two, maybe. Unless you don't open them. Oh, wait, no, you can why reproduce would... food, right? Well, not only no, like that, like... but why wouldn't you think chips last long? They're sealed in a bag. Yeah, if you don't open them. Well, yeah. How so many? you can have several many... bags? They're little bags. Oh, maybe, but how not long just do you one think that's giant bag. Last? I don't know. I don't, again, they're... again, parents send them care packages. Okay. It's almost being away at camp. They send you things. Okay. Don't Have they talked about, like, like, parents sending them cookies or sending them, like, food and... That kind of stuff, especially for Christmas and Just that kind of the stuff. Weasleys. Well, I'm pretty sure we're not. We're I'm not sure seeing the other, other kids. Students. Yeah, we're not seeing the other kids because they're not related. I do think the that story. Muggle parents learn how. Like, does Hermione's parents write to her? Like, do they know how to? Do they have an owl they can use to send her letters? I would feel like it's almost necessary because she receives owls, and when? I know, like, so how does she send single, one? I can't think of a single case where, like. Hermione gets delivered mail from her parents. No. Which is sad. Yeah. Some some muggle some muggle family is sending their kid like actual like muggle snacks and the wizard kids would go nuts over like cheese that. puffs and ding dongs and twinkies ding and dong. stuff. Ding dong. Yo. Actually no, they probably don't have those in the UK. <laughs> whatever whatever hostess ish type cakes that exist in the UK in the nineties. Like whatever. Uh, we have so many, I have so many questions. I just realized that this thread on Facebook is 48 comments. What? It's not 48 questions. It's just how many. It's just a lot of comments. Yeah, back and forth there is. Um, Rick from Mad Max asked us, if the Basilisk Venom had killed Harry right out and he woke up, he put woke up in quotes, and he woke up in King's Cross, who do you think would have met him there to explain what's going on? I think it'd be his parents, right? Yeah, it's the only people that he knows that are connected to him that have that passed. are connected that have yeah yes that that have a connection to death because I think that like again in when he sees Dumbledore it's um Harry says like is this all this is all just happening inside my head and Dumbledore tells him like yeah but that doesn't mean that it's not real yeah I don't think that's actually Dumbledore saying that like it's just Harry's mental projection of like how he saw Dumbledore. Right? Yeah, like that yeah. connection. To, he's not actually. But because like it was the most recent death, that's mm-hmm. like of someone that's definitely been there the whole time. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, I think that was the person he needed to see at that. The moment. person he needed to see. So like again, so if he died now, the only person they're like his parents. But at the same time, like he's never like interacted with his parents. Like he doesn't even know his mind. How could his mind project something that it's never? It's that dealt episode with. of Steven Universe. When he goes into his mom's room and he says, "Show me my mother," yeah, like you, get, but you see her, and he has an interaction with her, and they like throw they throw a football back and forth, yeah, and like, yeah, and then it, but it's just she's a projection of him, like mm-hmm. of what he his desire, and so it's not it's of what not he real. would want her to be, yeah. How do you think never that, that would shape Harry going forward? Like if he came back from that, like if his death and rebirth happened when he was twelve versus when he was. 17. Wow. Would he see the Thestrals next year? Like, if you experienced death? Yeah, I think so. In that personal way? Yeah, probably. Uh, Probably, most definitely. I think that he would, I think that he would probably pull away 
even more from Ron and Hermione even earlier because like like I died and I don't yeah. want you to get wrapped up in like this thing that I'm that I'm here to do yeah. that like I've been pulled into like yeah like it has nothing to do with you yeah and like I didn't choose this for myself either but this is the task that I am faced with it's it's my whether or not he even really understands the full the full nature of the prophecy and the fact that like keeps coming for him and he knows that he's going to come again and and when that happens all he can do is be ready and he doesn't want to lose his friends to that and i think that i think we get like emo harry like even sooner yeah i think so i think it'd be rough i i think that i think that if if the story went that way we'd have like do you think there's are there wizard therapists There definitely should be. Oh yeah, they <laughs> like, go through some traumatic stuff. Like that's, I, I would think that's Harry kind doesn't of go to therapy, but he should. But he should. But he should. Wow, didn't even think about that. But like, yeah, you're exactly right. I think that's definitely something that should happen. Do you remember what our FMK acron- a- a- acronym became last year? It was like. Snog, Mary, something else. We didn't use snog. We Someone told snog. us we should have, and we didn't. Do you remember? I can't remember what we used. Personally, I think I I might have said boff. Boff, boff, Mary, kill. I think is what we did. Uh, which is like, which to that's me, I got, I got snog. from like Park and Rec, I believe, is what they used. I think that that's closer than than snog, because snogging, snogging is more does like not equate to what boff does because isn't snogging just making out yeah yeah boff is the whole thing whole shebang lucius gildroy lord voldemort (laughs) that's hilarious oh my gosh uh you kill voldemort you marry lucius you marry gildroy Either way, it's bad, but for totally different reasons. Yeah. Oh, great. Like, that's, that's a conundrum. Um, I think you marry Gildroy. I think he's less you of a get, threat. You get money either way. But I think it's it's but more the, glamorous. It's a more, like, Yeah, but it's showy, a phony. Flashy. I really hate the fact that he's a yeah. phony. That's true. I, really I do, do think. I think. I think being oh, aware. No. I think being aware of it means you have the upper hand in that relationship. I'm gonna. Too, I'm gonna do the girl thing and be like, I'm gonna marry Lucius because I can change him. <laughs> All right. Mary, I'll change him. I'll change him. I'll. I'll do it. No, I wouldn't be able to. I'm sure. But he's pretty set. He's pretty set. Yeah. I think I'd marry. Oh, Gilderoy. but I think he'd be a terrible lover. Like I feel like he'd be selfish. Probably. Like, he wouldn't give a crap. But so would Gilderoy, because he's all about himself. He'd want uh-huh. a mirror. Uh-huh. So he could watch oh, totally. himself. Oh, my God. I'm just... No, I'm done. <laughs> That's just bad all the way. That is very... Um, Tierney sent us a comment, oh but there's no question. I don't know if she's asking a question. But she sent a picture from Pinterest that was, like, about molly and arthur and how they're like why they're these really great characters but one of the lines is um talking about taking molly and arthur won money and spent it on a family trip to see their son and help their daughter out of the depression she was sinking into is one of the lines do you think that that's part of why they went on that vacation over the like she went through a lot this year it was a really traumatic experience and so they were like you know what let's go see your brother in egypt like let's get away from here let's get out of the house let's like get away from the diary it's like take your mind off what's what happened. I mean that kind of makes sense. I don't think that there's any textual evidence to support that that's the case. No, but like I but like I mean, that. Like I like it. I like that lean on it. Um. Uh, she said that I she's always wanted to look in uh, to whether or not that's true. Obviously, this year's events changed Ginny, but um, Tierney remembers her bonding with Harry when he's worried that he's being possessed by Voldemort in year five. So I do like that the two of them get to at least eventually get to a point where they're like I don't say it sucks that they're bonding over being possessed by Voldemort but like 
the two of them both have experienced having their thoughts dominated by Voldemort's own and having their personalities like influenced by him and like their lives affected by him in a very direct way like that. Mm-hmm. It's rough. Ginny goes through a lot this year. She does. I know she's even younger than them. She's she's still only eleven, but uh back to Boff Mary Kill. Oh god. Uh Bellatrix Lestrange, the Caros, Dolores Umbridge. Why are the Carols gotta come together though? I guess. I guess. They're twins. They're twins. Again, <laughs> again, I always say like if you can go if you can get like twins at one time, then like dang. Okay. I guess I, I guess that's that's what you gotta boff, boff right? Um. You killed Dolores Umbridge. You married Bellatrix. Now, now, see, now I'm not into women at all. I mean, I don't. Well, sure. I, but I really like Helena Bonham Carter, and I think okay. she's really pretty. And, like, I, even though Be- Be- Bellatrix is, like, a total major, like. She's literally a psychopath. A psychopath. Like, she's still really pretty. I think, she, at least personally, that's my thought, is that I think she's really pretty. So I'm like. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I would have to agree with you because there's no way that anyone's not going to kill Dolores. Because you can't care. Yeah, exactly. Not going to marry Dolores. And you can't marry twins. You got to pick one or the other. You can't, unless polygamy is allowed. But I don't think so. The magical world is different. I mean, like, what was the benefits of marrying the twins? I can't think of a single one. We'll see. Like, do they even, they don't, they don't even come from money, do they? I don't know. I don't know if they're even, like, I don't even think they're part of the, like, the, like, great pure blood families or whatever. But at least, like, like, sure, you don't want to be a Death Eater, but at least at that point, if you're married to Bellatrix, you're with a really high Death Eater, so you're you're least likely to die? Okay. I don't know. I have to logic my way through I mean, some of this stuff. I mean, being married to Bellatrix seems like it's a very dangerous, very likely to die scenario. Right. I don't know. I don't either. It's all bad. <laughs> Again, all bad. Percy, Fred, and George. See, now I got a soft spot for Percy. <laughs> and you just split up the twins. And you split up the twins, so it's like, oh. But I don't want to. <laughs> Do you kill the twin that's, oh, that's, that's already the same dead? Thing, but that's, that's, that's messed mean. up. It's you that did it instead of a Death Eater. That's true. That's, that's true. That's hardcore. You gotta live with that. So then you kill the other twin. It's like, okay, now the other one has to get it this time. Okay, but like. I know most people will be like, why not kill Percy? And I'm like, but I like Percy. <laughs> Personally, I like Percy. So I'm just like, oh, no, I like him. I'd probably, I'd, 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 I'd probably kill Percy. I know. I think most uh, people would say that, but not me. I'd, I'd boff Fred and then marry George, because George is the more sensitive of the two. George is the more sensitive of the two. Isn't that the one that they always, like, do the Hermione? Like, that was the yeah. one, like, Hermione was supposed to get one? I would definitely have to, like... Marry him, boff Percy. Oh, poor Fred. Sorry, Fred. Well, I mean, like, you're already. <laughs> sorry, Fred. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I think that was all for the boff Mary kills in this uh Oh, not set. so many this time. Um, Unless you can think of one, and I can think of one. Oh, sure. Uh, okay, let's go super easy. Secondary trio. Luna Neville. But they're kids. Yeah. That feels weird. But they're not kids the entire time. That's true. Secondary trio, it's all like, oh, that's easy. I kill Ginny and oh, Mary and Mary Luna. I think I'd because, too. Yeah, and that's Yeah. Poor Ginny. Poor Ginny. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not into redhead I'm not super into redheaded girls, especially. And like, I don't know. I don't think Bonnie Bonnie Rate you say her last name? Uh, What's her last name? Bonnie Wright. I don't think she's very attractive. Mm. So I'm just like, man, Luna's way prettier than you. I really, I really, really love Luna. Luna's so pretty. Uh, that is easy though, and I, I feel like we've done that before. Yeah, probably. Like specific to the second movie. Even okay. though Gilderoy was already... And Lucius was already in one. And that's kind of like the two that we get. Okay. How about... Which is sad. I'm like, okay, where's more people? Cornelius Fudge. Uh, the reporter from the Daily Prophet. 
I'm trying to think of like random people that random were like in for like people. a single scene. That's hilarious. Oh, okay. Um, let's say let's say Cornelius Fudge. Uh, is it Borgen or Burke that showed up? One of them's dead, and the other one runs the show. I thought it was. I think it's Borgen. Borgen, yeah. Borgen. Ooh. And um, you need a good third person. Arthur Weasley, because he was introduced in this movie. Oh, but I love Arthur. That's already easy. Yeah, it is super right? easy. You you kill Borgen. You marry Arthur, I guess you sleep with Cornelius Fudge? Or do you marry Cornelius Fudge? No, I feel Fudge like you gotta marry. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you gotta marry Fudge because hello, power. Like, okay. you, you, you yeah, need it. Yeah, but like, he, he's not gonna keep that power. No, he's not, but you know. Also, his, that, he's got that hair. Ugh. That, like, weird. It's very weird. I don't like it. It's not great. It's. No. I'm gonna let a little bit more of these credits play since we're, uh, since we're doing this, um, those are going to start. Um, have we sorted the... There's 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 the Tom Riddle. Okay. Which I don't care what oh, the other two... I don't know what other the other two are, but I already know my answer, like, right away. Because, <laughs> damn, that guy is good looking as all hell. <laughs> no, I'm like, no, that, yeah. I don't care what the other options are. I'm like, no. <laughs> I have the credits playing in the background now, so we've got, like, the name <laughs> Tom Riddle, Justin Fitch Fletchley. Oh God! And Ernie McMillan. <laughs> bye, Ernie. Bye, exactly. It's like bye, Ernie. Sorry, buddy. God, you suck. You're such a little jerk. Justin Fitch Fletchley, Ernie McMillan, Hannah Abbott. I think again, bye, Ernie. Right? Bye, Ernie. Like you're you're a dick. Mary they Hannah, don't like she's, you. She's so she's sweet. a sweetheart. I like. You always seem so nice, though. Uh, have we sorted the crystal gems on here before? Yes, I believe we have. I think we did it on a weekend edition. Probably. I don't remember what our answers were. I would feel like Steven's definitely like Gryffindor. I think Steven's a Hufflepuff. I feel like he's almost like both. Because he definitely has that, like, he's not afraid. Like, he'll definitely, like, yeah. I'm going to go do this. Like, facing the diamonds alone and all that kind of thing. So that bravery is there. But I think, I think that but that he's bravery also stems somewhat from of a pacifist. His, I think that bravery stems from his loyalty to, like, I'm going to give myself up because it's going to protect everyone else. Where it's not, like, he's not doing it for, like, the courageous, like, Oh, I'm going to be able to defeat them. It's it's more of a, like... I just want to keep everyone else, else safe. And I feel like those are different motivations. I feel like he'd be more... I think he leans more Hufflepuff, in my opinion. Mm. I don't know. Pearls of Ravenclaw. Pearls of Ravenclaw, and this is a Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh. <laughs> Garnet's a Gryffindor. What about Ruby and Sapphire? Do you think they'd be both Gryffindors? I don't think they'd both be Gryffindors. But I no. think that Garnet's a Gryffindor. No, isn't that weird? I think Garnet's a Gryffindor, but I feel like Sapphire's a Ravenclaw and Ruby's... I think like, Ruby's also a Gryffindor. A Gryffindor, and that's how that comes from. Uh-huh. Uh, because they're fighters. Ruby's are fighters already anyway. Yeah. So that makes sense. Peridot's a Ravenclaw? I think... Mm, I don't. I don't feel like she's. Is she more Hufflepuff? That now? bright. I think she's more Hufflepuff. Yeah, like I feel like maybe if you Not started like with her, it. like all of her stuff, like all she seems very Ravenclaw. But take all of that away, and I feel like okay, she's and yeah, definitely the hat's more like, about sorting like who they who they really are, who they really are, the and I think them. who they really are, who she really is, is like okay. she's a Hufflepuff. Okay, I love her so much. Okay, uh, yellow Claude. Is Lapis a Slytherin? She doesn't seem like, I think, ambi- I don't think there's any Slytherins, are there any Slytherins in the show? I can't think of anyone who's, like, ambitious and cunning and oh, like, ruthless in that way. Onion's a Slytherin, screw you. Onion's a Slytherin, right. <laughs> No, screw you. Perfect. Un- Onion's a Slytherin. So is Buck Dewey. Oh, for sure. Oh, God, Stan, he's the, like, him and Kevin are, like, the only people that I'm just like, eh, I don't care about don't you two just- as much. Yeah. At yeah. all, because I don't like Buck. I like his dad, especially now. His Aww, dad's so His dad's so great. Oh yeah, for sure. He's Are we just a... sorting all of Beach City now? I mean, it's only like the whole people. whole Beach City. Greg's a Hufflepuff. 
For sure. Yeah. Rose um, is a Gryffindor. Because she was willing to do all of that. And again, like... And, and, put, and put everything on the line and know that it meant fighting and all that other stuff. So again, like... Do you think Pink Diamond is... Gryffindor? Pink Diamond almost didn't seem like that. She seemed more she's Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff. Because but she's I like... Think, I know. think Rose is a Gryffindor. Yeah. It's a very Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, what's this? Uh-huh. What's this? Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think Bismuth is a Gryffindor. <sighs> I would almost say, like, is that borderline, like, Gryffindor Slytherin... But again, Slytherin isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not. Everyone makes it a bad thing, but it doesn't, no, just because they're a Slytherin doesn't mean they're a bad guy. But like, but, but I think that hands the... down, it's Onion, like for sure. Oh yeah. Um. Like Aquamarine. Oh, she's a Slytherin. Is Slytherin. I don't want to just throw people I don't like into Slytherin though. Again, see that that perpetuates. But, yeah, that... and I don't want to. I don't want it. I don't want to just turn Slytherin into the bad house. Which is what everyone does, but you know. Yeah. Hmm. Who else? We can keep throwing names out there forever, I think. We we talked about Garnet, so like what about what about um what about Opal and So like Opal is a combination of Amethyst and Pearl, Pearl which is like a Ravenclaw and a Hufflepuff. But Opal has, like, a lot of, like, grace. Yeah. You know, I would say more on the Ravenclaw side than the Hufflepuff side at that point. Okay. Just like when you get, uh... She's very precise. She's very accurate. It's very... Yes. Okay. Yes. Like, she's very, com- like, almost have a very commanding presence just on her own. Like, yeah. she's... I like Opal a lot. Uh, with, um... Like, Sugalite... Which is Amethyst and Garnet. Sugalite is a Slytherin, I think. Is, yeah, yeah, because she is, like, once she's, like, together, it's just like, nah, screw this. It's, like, me. it's me. I'm staying like this. Like, yeah. you're all gonna listen to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm the strongest. Smoky Quartz is a Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one. There's, it's, 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 Yeah, um, yeah, why am I forgetting her name? Uh, Sardonyx. Yeah, what about Sardonyx? I think oh, she's a man. Right? Like, I mean, she, she, she has, like, this show. I love her so much. She's my favorite. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I love Sardonyx. I really, really like her. Me too. Like, that was the one that I didn't know I was going to love as much, but then, like, I saw her, and I'm just like, I don't even give a crap. I don't know why, but I friggin' love you so much. I was going to do some math. Oh, geez. Then you have Alexandriaite, which is, like, all of them. Yeah. Which, again, is a very, like, aggressive... I think that's more Gryffindor, though. It's definitely driven by the, like, it's time to fight. We're gonna sink our teeth in. We're gonna throw down. Let's yeah. go. Like, what's up? We got a question for, uh, about, from, from Mike Carlucci that says... Dumbledore says that the Chamber of Secrets was opened by the same person as last time, Lord Voldemort. Surely Papa Malfoy knows when Voldy came into the scene. Does he know his boss's secret identity? And Tierney replied that she's always been perplexed by this as well. She says, Dumbledore says that by the time he was Lord Voldemort, no one had thought to ask whatever happened to that guy Tom Riddle and didn't realize it was him. But it wasn't that long ago and the wizarding world is really small. And I would like to offer a little bit of a rebuttal just in that the last time the chamber was opened, it was 1943, and Lucius Malfoy was born in 1954. So, Tom had already abandoned his name. Yeah. Before before Malfoy was even born. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I think that, I think the person who Tom was was long gone before, before Lucius even, like, knew about the Death Eaters and the, like, the, like, his following and, like, he was probably one of the younger members of the of the original set of Death Eaters, actually. Other than like Snape and Pettigrew, I suppose, because they were only twenty one. Right. 
you know, Lucius isn't that much older than they are. Like a decade. Maybe a little less than a decade. So I don't think that that's a... I don't, I don't think that Lucius had any idea who Tom Riddle was. Um, but maybe he did. Like, the diary said Tom's name on it. And uh, Dumbledore says very directly to to Lucius, like, hopefully none of Lord Voldemort's old school things make their way into anyone else's hands, like, in any other student's hands. Um, but I don't, maybe he didn't, maybe, maybe that's the first time he was making that connection, that, like, oh, Tom Riddle was Voldemort. Like, I didn't realize they were the same person. It was just, like, a diary that he had, I guess. I don't know. We don't know how much of the plan Lucius had in mind. Right. Actually, we do get a little bit of like an inkling of like what Dumbledore thinks is going on during uh, the uh, last that, that. chapter, which we'll talk about during the Quibbler tomorrow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, that is the case. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? And how do you get your Lucius so luscious? Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. How do we get the Lucius so luscious? Lots of conditioner. You gotta let Lots it air dry. Lots of conditioner. No, no towel drying. No, no hair dryer. You gotta let it dry naturally. Oh no! Like, like, I'll tell you right now. I have super thick curly hair, and I have, never dry. I have never used a hair dryer in my life. Wow! In my life. And when I worked and I moved in here, I decided I was going to get a hairdryer because now I can. Like, I have uh-huh. my own apartment. I'll get a hairdryer and whatever. Maybe it will help me ha- my hair because it takes forever to dry. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I hate that freaking hairdryer. <laughs> I hate the way it makes my hair feel when I, when I dry it with it. No. No. It's nothing compared to drying it naturally. Like, n- drying naturally is the way to go. I'm just saying that right yeah. now. I've never like, needed a hair. Well, I've, my hair's never been long. You're also you're also dryer. a guy. Like, what guy needs hair dryers really? Uh, unless they have long hair. Yeah. But no, like, ugh, ugh. I hate hair dryers so much. So much. Uh. How is Hogwarts known as the safest place? It seems <laughs> relatively easy to be in danger there, and we're only on book two. And Dumbles tends to go missing in action often. Right? Is the rest of the Wizarding World just that dangerous? Maybe. I suppose so. Like, that's a scary thought. The, the, the Wizarding think... World is so scary that even... That, uh, even, even the craziness that happens within their school, that it is super dangerous... Oh, yeah. ...is nothing, com- apparently, compared to, like, well, what is normal. What I think... I think that, uh, Hagrid's saying... Taint no place safer than Hogwarts. Um, my my belief is that I think that that specifically means like it's the safest place from assault, right? Like there might be dangers within Hogwarts, but there's danger like and maybe there is like an undercurrent of like danger in the Wizarding World. But like if war's gonna happen, like it did with Voldemort the first time, or like it did with Grindelwald. If like there's war coming, uh-huh. there's no place more defensible than Hogwarts. I mean that makes sense. It's in a, a castle structure with like stone and turrets and, and yeah. whatever else. Like, I mean that makes sense. That that's my assumption. Like, if someone were going to, if we if we need to hide something so that Voldemort can't get it. There's nowhere safer for us to hide it than inside the castle because it's well defended. Right. You can't apparate in here. Uh, the corridors move of their own volition. Uh, Dumbledore is on site, even though he does leave sometimes. Like, he is on site and he is, like, the one person that Voldemort fears. Um, if there's an actual assault on the castle, you can put up even more powerful wards around it. You can bring the statues to life to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, is nuts. Yeah. That was Ravenclaw's idea. Right? That was definitely Rowena. I would think so. I mean, it's, it sounds like it was a logical, made, a logically made decision. Yeah. And her being Ravenclaw, I would seem they would be the one that had the most logic now, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, that is the 
That's that's that the consensus is the way it goes. anyway. Now I know I'm making so much noise. Flashing that money. That paper. That paper. Victoria's got that a lot cheddar. of ones from her uh, her strip job. Oh for for reals though. <laughs> Wizarding strippers. We talked about squid squid strippers. Which is squid sad. strippers. Or squid prostitutes or yes, whatnot. Like I think so. I think that was the, the title night. of an episode. Which is awful. Yeah. Do they magically make their clothes come off? Not if they're squibs. No, but what if, like, magical ones? I'm saying, oh, like, I if you're you, not a squib. I bet you wizarding burlesque shows are the hottest thing. Because you don't That's, even... Yeah, you don't even need to do anything. You could just have your hands out yeah. and then, like, just... Uh-huh. Interesting. Interesting. Wizard burlesque. See, that's what it is. Like, the squibs, like, they're strippers and ladies of the night, but, like, magical people do burlesque, which yeah, is, like, more glamorous. Yeah, totally. Totally. They do shows. Um, absolutely. <laughs> I think that was a lot of questions, Victoria. That's quite a bit of questions, yes. I think that that was everything that we got, which I want to, I want to, like, thank everyone for... For submitting questions, we we definitely needed something to talk about. Now here we go. We filled out like a whole hour of discussion, um, which is longer than I thought this episode was going to be. But that's fine. This is the last one of the season. The season. The season. <sighs> yeah. It's almost. It's like hard to believe. I'm like flabbergasted. Like it hasn't hit me yet that we're done. I know. I know. Next week's gonna roll around, and I'll be like, oh, we we don't have to record. No. One of the members of the listeners' army. Um, sent a message and asked us to talk about the deleted scenes. Um, but since we did the extended cut of the movie, we've already talked about the deleted scenes because yeah, they as they back came in. up. Mm-hmm. So we talked about them when they came up. Um, I tried to double check and see if there were any that we missed and I didn't find any that I, that I didn't recall talking about already. So, um, for discussion of deleted scenes, go check out those respective minutes in the, in the show. Um, I've restarted the credits so that they can play in the background so that we can get this final sequence that you hadn't uh, hadn't seen before. Which I'm excited to talk about. Or maybe I have, but do not remember. Yeah, probably. You probably. I mean, yeah, you probably have. I don't think we did credits when we did our... Um, when we did our live watch at the beginning of the season, which is still available, you guys, I believe, on the Harry Potter Minute um, YouTube page. If you're really interested in looking for the live watch, because that was a good time. Victoria and I made a drinking game out of the movie and we got pretty silly uh, talking about this movie before we even started recording any minutes, which was which was a blast. And we'll probably try and do something similar for the beginning of uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. I would really like to do that again. Um, It was a lot of fun, you know, but I'm excited. I'm so excited. I want to thank everyone for being uh, thank all of our guests for being guests on the show. We had a lot of great guests this season. There are a lot of people that I wanted to have on the show that I wasn't able to make work just because moving and getting a promotion at work and my changing schedule made it really hard to like work with Victoria and then work with our guests. So I'm sorry that we had several weeks, especially near the end where it was just Victoria and I, but I mean, I would like to believe that the reason you guys continue to listen to the show is because of Victoria and I, because we've been on every episode so, here's hoping. Right. I, I mean, if you guys don't like us, you're probably not listening anymore. So, there you go. I'll uh, let that be as it is. Okay, here we go. We're almost at the end. This is the very end of the credits. Story names, characters, instances portrayed in this production are fictitious. No. Uh, all all, all here we go. jazz. Alright, so we're watching this final scene. Actually, we'll talk about it in a second, but... Oh, who am I? So this his hair looks so crazy. It's so good. I like his hair. So the final scene, we uh, we open on um, the street above Diagon Alley. You can see the Flourish and Blot sign. And then the camera pans down as someone walks into the store. And in the front display, in the front window... There is another one of those posters, like we saw when Gildred did his signing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a poster, promotional poster for for the newest book from Gildred Lockhart, and it's titled "Who Am I?" And it's got him like in a straight jacket. He's in a straight jacket. His hair is all crazy, super crazy. <laughs> He's just like like looking around, like, huh, hmm, 
that's going all right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and it's just this really great. I'll probably use it as the image for this episode because it's the last, <laughs> sure, why not? The last shot. Because the last thing you get. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so even though, okay, I find this really fascinating because that means that even after being obliterated, Gildroy's still a writer. Somehow. So maybe he actually is writing his own books. Maybe he was interested in, like, writing and then taking the fame of these other people was just, like... An easier way a to A byproduct do it. Yeah. of that desire. He wanted to be famous. What if he so did he write, like, his very first book and it didn't do good? Mm-hmm. Or something And that's that. why he was like, well, maybe if I'm the star of it, it'll do better. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I would believe that. I would totally believe that. Like, it's still in him to write. Yeah. And so it's like a natural thing. Like, this is what his talent... Like, yeah, it's ingrained. One of his talents. Yeah, yeah. It's ingrained in him to be a writer. So even though he was obliterated, like... Obliterated. Yeah. <laughs> obliterated. Obliterated. Obliviated. <laughs> That's a really bad <laughs> he was product of a spell there. Whoa. Boom. That's a... Send well, him to the hospital I mean, laying in a matchbox. Harry just killed another teacher. It's fine. Dang. It's, well, it's, he didn't do it that time. He didn't do it that time. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but he was obliviated that like you no matter even if he doesn't even remember who he is he still remembers like that that drive desire to, to, write. to write what do you think that book is like i don't know maybe it's a it's it i think it'd be a really i think it'd be very stream of consciousness i think it'd be very like circular is it a find is is it like a finding yourself novel Maybe, like, he's writing about, like, the things that he does remember, and then maybe he's writing about, like, what people are telling him and trying to reconcile, like, that world with the world he lives in now, or, like, the view of himself that he has versus what people say he was or who he was. Right. Um, maybe it is a journey of self-discovery. Interesting. Might be an interesting book. Who knows? I bet you it's the best one. I bet you it's his best work. I wouldn't doubt it. Aw, I kind of like that. That's really sad. Head cannon accepted. Yeah. That's a movie-only thing. That doesn't happen in the book. Well, obviously. Can't have an after-credit scene in a book. That's true. <laughs> Epilogue. This is like a few... But like there's a, there's no there. mention of Guild... Like, any other books a from A book Guild coming out, yeah. 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 In any of them, so... That's just... It's silly. But there we go. That's the that's the end of the movie. We're done, Victoria. Chamber <gasps> of Secrets has done. Black screen. Been Nothing. Dun, 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 dun. Finished. Completed. Talked about. Minutized. Minute, minute, minutized. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good. We did the thing. We did the thing. Again. Woo! Again. Mischief managed. Mischief. Are you ready? Can we do it? Yeah. Can we do it? Let's yeah, just yeah. do it. Mischief managed. promo at the beginning of this episode the way we normally would because last season um the very last episode the credits extravaganza episode the promo i dropped was a teaser for our next show right um and so we played the ferris bueller's minute uh promo at the beginning of of the last episode which we had already had done at the time because we had already begun recording some minutes for that yeah yeah um it's very weird turnaround um but i want to let everyone know that victoria and i are working on another show yep this one's not a minute show it is not uh as i'm sure many of you have guessed already we're going to be doing a show talking about steven universe uh-huh all the steven universe all the time it's been it's been it's been coming up a lot in the show lately because both of us have been watching it because new episodes have been happening they just wrapped up season five and so um, anyone who is a listener on Patreon, thank you, by the way. Oh, I should plug our Patreon. Uh, I'll do all the plugs at the end of this. 
I played the outro music and now I'm doing plugs at the end. Whatever. Maybe I'll play the outro music twice. Maybe I'll do a different transition. I don't even know. Um, that's what this episode is. A mess. We, anyone who's been supporting us on Patreon over at Harry, uh, at patreon.com slash HP minute knows that Victoria and I have done a couple of episodes of Steven universe called galaxy Warp, mm-hmm. where we, um, uh, mo- those episodes have been exclusively so far. Um, Oh my God, these new episodes just dropped and we have to talk about them right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some of them have gotten like intense. We have had some really good, but also like conflicting conversation stuff that I was like, we don't really butt heads on Harry Potter very often. I think you and I both have uh, very similar opinions of things, but because Steven Universe isn't wrapped up yet, um, character decisions and reconciling that has been, like, complicated at times. Right. Especially when we don't know, like, we... Because deliberately we don't know the whole story yet. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very different... That's how it goes. It's very different to approach <laughs> a show like this versus Harry Potter, because with Harry Potter Minute, like, we know that Harry Potter's complete. Yeah. So we've yeah. talked about the show as, as a, a whole. whole. We reference things that we already know is going to happen. Um, I don't think that we can approach... I don't know... I haven't made it up my mind conclusively about this yet. I think what we'll do is, like, when new episodes drop, we'll definitely do the episode, the spoiler episode of, like, oh my god, let's talk about what just happened. Yeah. But I think when we do episodes going through... So the plan is to go through episode by episode. Right. Talk about every episode of Steven Universe. Um, as we talk about that, I think that we should do spoiler free. And just talk about that episode and the stuff that we learned from that episode or the ones prior to it. Sure. Without, like, trying to look forward. Because the show's not over yet. Yeah. And I don't want to speculate falsely. Like, I don't know. I don't want to commit, like, oh, this is actually a reference to, like, this thing that's going to come later. Because that could be turned on its head before the end. Right. Right? Things that we think are foreshadowing that turn out to be misleading. It's a foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so... I don't know. I haven't decided yet, but we are going to be talking about Steven Universe. So coming, should I say this fall? It'll probably start before this this season, before season three. Yeah, for sure. Coming this fall to DuelingGenre.com, our Steven Universe podcast, The Galaxy Warp. Yay! Galaxy Yay! Warp! Galaxy Warp! Please, everyone, come join us on our journey through through the stars uh, as we talk about Steven and the Crystal Gems, as we talk about about Cookie Cat. Uh, if you haven't listened or watched, sorry, if you haven't watched Steven Universe before, I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite TV shows that's we, running right now. We, we hope that by listening to us talk about it so passionately, this is a show that we very much love. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that it will drive you to watch it because it is worth watching in, in, a, in a time and an era in which like there's so much trash yeah. on the internet and on TV. Steven, and Steven's just so pure. It's pure and it's wholesome and like it makes you just feel happy to watch it. Not always. I mean, it, oh. gets, it gets heavy. That's the it thing does get like, heavy. The thing that's really beautiful about it the does. show is that, like, on the one hand, it's this really beautiful show about family and about acceptance and about overcoming your your obstacles in your general. self-imposed obstacles even like it's very much about like the emotional growth of these characters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which i find really really touching and on the other hand it's also about an intergalactic war and the repercussions of that yeah We've already done Mischief Managed. I know. And we don't have... We haven't gotten that far to think about what, like, our ending moniker, ending thing will be for Galaxy Warp. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. We've only done silly things. We did the one... We did the... Fall podcast were perfect. We wouldn't have hot dogs. (laughs) Which I love. I do too, but it's also terrible. It is awful. It has nothing to do with anything, (laughs) but I don't even care. Uh, It doesn't make any sense. Well... Sometimes that's what the show's about. Yeah. That's it. That's our show. That's this season. Thank you, everyone. Oh, Thank geez. you. Thank you so much for joining us for this. Please, please check us out uh, when we come back for 
Galaxy Warp, please join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash hpminute. Um, over the summer, on the Patreon feed, Victoria and I are adopting um, the Anything Goes model, and we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, other movies that we would love to cover minute by minute if we had had the time. Uh, or if we had the availability. So we're going to talk about some of our favorite movies. We're going to introduce each other to movies that we haven't seen before. We may drop one of those on this feed. I'll, I'll keep putting stuff on the feed between now and season three. So just keep your eyes out for that stuff. And then, yeah, come back next season for Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Minutes and the Minutes of Azkaban. We haven't decided yet. We haven't yet. decided yet. We'll surprise you. We'll surprise you. Mischief managed. Again. Mischief managed. Dueling genre.